lamb and listen in. We've got a lot to say. Hi, hello, hello hey. hey. I'm Rachel. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Chew and Swallow. And I'm the Okapi. <laughs> you gotta explain. <laughs> I'm holding I'm holding a stuffed Okapi, which if you do not know, it has been mentioned in a previous exercise episode. <laughs> exercise. <laughs> We've had a very long several days, but uh, my Okapi friend here is going to act as a sound buffer, so I don't appear in Rachel's microphone either. <laughs> it does actually sound kind of good. It sounds a lot better. Yeah. Okapi absorbs all the sound. <laughs> I knew this is a good 20 bucks well spent at the Animal Kingdom in Disney World. You spent 20 bucks on that thing? Listen, I'm very dedicated to the cause. Okay. The Okapis. I think they donated some some money to them, too. Look at them. They're the closest relative to the giraffe, yeah. even though they have the stripes of the zebra. The zebra, as you should call it. Zebra. Yeah. Americans just like to invent their own words for mm-hmm. stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Today, we are battling the fast food restaurants. The fast foodies. Yes. We are going to be ranking some categories on the fast foods. And the most important one is going to be the coffee discussion. <laughs> Because um, we did a poll. No, they think it goes deeper than that. (laughs) Me and Maddie have had many an argument on the best fast food coffee. I think we've reduced it down to, do you like to shit often or do you like to drink sugary milk? Those are the two options. I disagree. You are. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like a laxative, you go to one. If you would like quality, milk, you go to the other. Milk and sugar. I will get into this. Okay. <laughs> I have my two cents. Okay, and I disagree. <laughs> I have a whole dollar. <laughs> All right, so we're to, we each picked two fast food restaurants. I did the two coffees. She did I two. I just picked, yeah, two food places. Yeah. Um, so we're each going to tell a little bit of history about the two different <laughs> I can't stare at you through this Okapi. <laughs> I'm over here trying to be serious. All I see is this Okapi. I know, neck. I just I, I can't look at you because I'm I'm it's a talking Okapi. <laughs> yes. And I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> um, but uh we each picked two different fast food restaurants and we are going to tell a little bit of history about them some scandals i'm gonna really regret my choice because duncan does not have a good reputation apparently yeah i don't really yeah there was a lot on duncan i don't have a ton of stuff because i got in real deep also i didn't want to take up a lot of time because we have some rankings the best part yeah Alrighty, let's get into it. I'm going to start with the Starbucks history, unless you want to start. No, go for okay. it. So, um, this is from the most trusted source of Wikipedia. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Starbucks started in 1971 in Seattle. The name comes from the book Moby Dick. A. <laughs> and from Starbucks' website, I got a quote saying... Um, that the name, Mo- like, from Moby Dick, it was evoking the seafaring um, tradition of the early coffee traders. 
So the siren is on there from Moby Dick. I've never I don't read know. that book. It's apparently. So I read further in Wikipedia that apparently it has nothing to do with the book. It's literally just the name that they got it from. I have no idea. Honestly, connecting these dots right now between Moby Dick, the siren, and Starbucks, the name, no idea. Yeah, how I have all no connect. idea. Uh, I read about it, immediately forgot because it was so fucking boring. I read it on Wikipedia, like wh- how they got the name, what it stems from Moby Dick for some reason, immediately forgot it. <laughs> great because it was almost as boring as the book <laughs> which neither of us have read and yeah. have strong opinions on yeah um anyway in 1982 howard schultz joined the company his trip to milan italy in 1983 inspired the starbucks coffee culture so that makes a lot of sense yeah italy has some dang good coffee yeah uh, so that's when they started adding like espresso drinks and got really into espresso and that sort of thing, which I just want to say espresso versus espresso. Oh. <laughs> you guys, it's espresso, but it's so fast. There's just something that goes off in my brain that makes me so angry when someone says espresso. Ambulance. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Expelliarmus. Right out your butt. <laughs> anyway, just had to put that in. It's espresso. Okay. And you pronounce that espresso. <laughs> it's pronounced espresso. <laughs> um, by 1996, Starbucks crossed the Pacific Ocean to open a store in Japan and then in Europe in 1999. As of November 2021, they had 33,833 stores in 80 countries. They had 15,444 of those that were in the U.S. And 8,900 of the U.S.-based stores are operated um, by, or company operated, and then the other ones are licensed. Crazy. There's a Starbucks in the Louvre in Paris. Inside the Louvre. Like, they are... Pretty much everywhere. Well, they're in the fucking CIA, apparently. <laughs> you really forgot. <laughs> My dream job. God, everywhere you go, there's a Starbucks. <laughs> everywhere you go. Um, in 2010, Starbucks began selling alcoholic beverages what? at some stores in the U.S. I'm moving. Where is I that? I have no idea. What? I, want, I want an Irish coffee in the morning. That would be amazing. Yeah. Beer and wine is what I, I read. I would totally hang out at Starbucks, too, at night. Yeah. Just go there and do homework and It's drink. such a vibe. Yeah. Starbucks has always been a vibe. Sometimes I don't go in there to do homework because it just gets too busy, and then there are people with their children and just, like, lots of screaming and... Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So, there's some controversy. <laughs> some. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, as with every other corporate America bullshit. Mm-hmm. In 2016, Starbucks was stewed. Stew. <laughs> we stewed him for right of, We're going to go up here and stew. <laughs> no. In 2016, Starbucks was sued by two people in California who claimed the chain underfilled, that was in quotes, lattes by 25% in order to cut costs. No way, did they? Well, I guess I should wait. 
The case was dismissed for lack of evidence that the company was underselling or underfilling lattes. I don't know why I said underselling. That's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think people were upset because, you know, when you get a hot drink and there's like a foam on it. Yeah, I love the foam. Some people do. I used to be a barista and people would complain about that all the My time. My dad, when he orders a Starbucks coffee, he says no foam. Yeah, you just say no foam. Yeah. And you get more of the drink or yeah. whatever. But also, I will say, if you say no foam and you're making the drink, like, there are measurements you pour in, and if you don't get the foam, like, you're not going to fill it up because, like, it's the same standard measure, especially for somewhere like Starbucks. I'm yeah, sure they measure things They do. Like that. They have a measurement. I can tell if they're making my drink wrong just by how much milk they put in yep. the cup before they put my espresso in. So it's like, you can't really complain that much, in my opinion, but it's I, like, if you're Lay's yeah. Chips, that's a different story. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Lay's chips. That's <laughs> fucking ripoff. I love me a Lay's, but and they've never changed. The memes just keep coming, no. and they're like, we don't care. I love this bag of air yeah, that I'm purchasing no, really. for two fifty. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I personally love the foam. That's my favorite Same. part of the whole drink. Me too. But when my dad gets it, he hates the foam. So what they do is end up putting more whipped cream in it, which oh. is fine, I guess. But I haven't gotten whipped cream on a starbucks drink in a really long time well he gets like one of those fufu mocha coffee i know sweet but drinks. i even ask for it sometimes i'm like i'm really feeling that whipped cream and then i get my drink and it's not on there that's just rude i don't know if i'm missing something or it melts by the time i get there because i it do the could. order ahead oh it might it might melt i'm always surprised not to have the whipped cream yeah um so around the same time uh, someone claimed that they instructed baristas to fill iced drinks with more ice than liquid in an attempt to make money. The lawsuit was dismissed as well. Damn. Which, okay, I don't really, I doubt that that happened. I mean, I'm not going to doubt somebody hearing overhearing something. Like, that's fine if you heard that. I believe you. But, like, to me... I've watched them make my drink specifically so many times, and I get a venti, like, ice latte. and Venti ice latte, vanilla, three pumps vanilla, vanilla two four, pumps, per- four vanilla. pumps vanilla, two percent milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's three shots of espresso, and then they fill up the cup with half milk. Then they put the espresso in. Then they put all the ice in there. And in order to fill the cup, they had put a specific amount of ice, but it's the same amount of ice every time because they measure it. They mm-hmm. have all these different measurements. So it's like, they yes, they put a lot of ice in there, but if they didn't, your coffee would be hot because yeah. of the espresso. So <laughs> it's like, I don't really know. I like, I understand. It's a, if you're going to Starbucks, you're going to pay a lot of money for coffee. Right. Just don't go to Starbucks. It's true. It's a lot of money. It's you a can, lot of money. You can try and, like, get through the system a little different. Like, uh, what people used to do when I was a barista, they would order Americanos and ask for a little bit of milk in there. And that would reduce the cost of something. I don't know, sometimes they would ask me to steam it. And depending on the um, person, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to upcharge you. But essentially, an Americano is shots of espresso with hot water on top so adding right so ew yeah it's it's like black coffee but the espresso version but with water 
Yeah. Ew. It's not that bad because the taste of espresso comes through more if you like that as opposed to drip coffee. But people would be like, oh, can I have steamed milk? Which is kind of the whole point of ordering a latte. And so if I liked the person, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. But if they were being a bitch to me, I'd be like, that's an upcharge. (laughs) Me at a Whole Foods market. (laughs) (laughs) But be nice to your baristas. They have feelings. Be nice to all of your food people. Because one, they could spit in your food. Two, (laughs) very accurate. They work harder than anybody. They listen to your bullshit, too. Yes, and anyone in customer service, treat them with care. Unless they're, like, starting out being rude to you. But even then, it's like... You say, have a nice day after, you know, they've been rude to you. That could change their entire day. And yeah, because sometimes they're in a bad mood and they probably have a really good reason. Me. <laughs> but I remember I would be Me there every day pissed off because we would open at seven. I think it was seven. And there would already be a line out the door for me to make juice, coffee, like hand pressed juice, coffee and smoothies. All from scratch. None of it was prepackaged, And it was just me and no one would help me. And... People would come in and some would be nice and some would not be nice. And it's like, with that kind of day at minimum wage, I don't have time for you to bitch at me over your whatever order. Well, they're probably like yelling at you like, oh, I have to be at work, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, wake up earlier. You need to come in earlier. That is the least, my least favorite thing to hear is, come on, I've been waiting like for two minutes. I'm like, I am working very hard here. I'm a people pleaser. So I'm trying my best. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to wait a little longer. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Um, Here's another one. In 2015, they decided to take a non... This this was just dumb. They decided to take a non-denominational approach with their cups. So instead of doing a Christmas theme, they chose to do the plain red cups, right? Which, to me, okay, that's great. Non-denominational? Awesome. Including everybody? Great. But some customers, however, were not pleased. Some guy shared a video on his Facebook page where he said, quote unquote, political correctness had prompted Starbucks to, quote unquote, take Christ and Christmas off of their cups. He started a, quote unquote, Movement oh my to God. go into Starbucks and say your name was Merry Christmas so that pe- that employees were forced to write that on the cup. The video went viral. I'd be like, Mary, I got a Mary. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy told CNN, I think Starbucks has gotten the message that the Christian majority in this country <laughs> has awakened what? and are demanding that our voice be heard. Holy shit. End quote. Much social media backlash ensued, with many backing the guy and then many defending Starbucks. This was the kicker. Oh, no. (laughs) Even then-presidential candidate Donald Trump weighed in on the issue, saying, quote, (laughs) I have one of the most successful Starbucks in my Trump Tower. In my Trump Tower. (laughs) Maybe we should boycott Starbucks? I don't know. Seriously, I don't care. (laughs) If I become president, we're all going to be saying Merry Christmas again, and I can tell you that. Oh, no. I'm like, um, some Hitler-ass motherfucker over here. some Hitler-ass shit. Um, there's also another photo I took from this website. In January 2017... 
Schultz released an official statement announcing that Starbucks would be hiring refugees after Donald Trump um, issued an executive order that banned people from several Muslim countries oh, I remember that. from entering the United States. He wrote, quote, we have a long history of hiring young people looking for opportunities and a pathway to a new life around the world. There are more than 65 million citizens of the world recognized as refugees by the United Nations. And we are developing a plan to hire 10,000 of them over five years in the 75 countries around the world that Starbucks does business. The decision quickly resulted in a lot of social media backlash. Um, what? Yeah. Fortune, I think it's a magazine or a blog or something, reported that the hashtag... Ha- uh, boycott Starbucks was the highest trending topic on Twitter. Dude, why can't we just mind our own business and help people? My God. Trending topic on Twitter that morning after the announcement was made. Some Twitter users were furious by the company's decision. What? <laughs> Sorry. It's making me laugh that people were this mad. Yeah, I can't believe that they were that mad. Um, by the company's decision saying things like, what about us? Okay, That's apply. some privileged white people shit. So apply to Starbucks then. <laughs> Other users were so happy with the announcement that they were promising to continue spending their money on Starbucks coffee. Yeah, that's a good decision. I didn't know that they did that when he came out with the Muslim ban. Yeah. Um, those were my Starbucks facts and scandals. Do you want to do one of yours or do you want me to go right into... Actually, those aren't... Those aren't that bad, actually. They, like, stood up for people. Starbucks surprised me. They did. Because, I mean, obviously I read ones that were, like, we were treated badly, and, like, you know what I mean. Random but, stuff. But the ones that were, like, making the news headlines type of things were things like that. And I, I know like, I've heard. awesome. I've seen on news articles recently that they're striking because they're not treating employees well. I don't really know what that entails, but... So, to me, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, those are the managers treating their employees like shit. I know, like I, think it's, That's I think it's pay. That's not the company treating their employees like shit. I think it's pay-related. I think they it weren't getting be. paid enough. and Or, like, overworked and not paid enough. But I think... <laughs> right. But that's everywhere in America right now. Yeah. I think that a lot of these corporations could be doing better at that because they're not paying these people what they deserve and now after the pandemic everyone's like no fuck that like yeah i'm doing that you know what i want to know you know how people say the world is in debt or you know what i mean i am so excited for the question coming who the fuck are we indebted to correct god (laughs) i'm like like who's supplying this money to the quote-unquote world (laughs) point of view we all die because we all run out of money that we created you know when it's going to happen? When trees all die. That's when it's going to happen. We're going to kill ourselves with global warming and yeah. shit way before. Yeah. But I'm like, who are, who are we indebted to? We created a system that failed on us. <laughs> How stupid is that? We are so dumb. Earth is in debt. Okay. To who? <laughs> to ourselves. To the Martians? <laughs> you shouldn't know that's top secret CIA evidence. <laughs> that's true. Only the CIA Starbucks knows that one. <laughs> and they have no names. <laughs> no names. 
<laughs> okay. So are we doing rankings after? You want me to give history on the, or do you want to rank the the coffee things first? Is that how you said? Well, that? I have my Dunkin' information too. Okay, so let's do that. And do then you want me to do that? Let's just do the whole coffee segment, and then we we can do food. Okay, and okay. then we'll do we'll do the ranking after my history, and then we'll go into the food, I and like I can it. do the ranking for that too. Yes. Okay. Great. So Dunkin' Donuts. laxative (laughs) yummy deliciousness no (laughs) for your butt (laughs) dunkin donuts was founded in massachusetts in 1948 it was originally called open kettle which was changed to dunkin donuts in 1950 why open kettle such a good name um i don't know he talked to his little business guys and they were like nah let's change it and then yeah kettle sounds like the turn of the century mayor (laughs) (laughs) We don't use kettles anymore. (laughs) We use Dunkin'. In 1955, the franchise was opened. Um, In just a decade, the business had grown 100 stores. Seems like a long time. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) To just open 100 stores. (laughs) But okay. They're taking it slow. Open kettle goes at their own pace. Real slow. Okay. (laughs) Since 1950, the number of stores has risen to over 11,700 worldwide in locations in 43 countries. Hmm. Starbucks has more. Yeah, because they're trying to take over the world. Because they're better. (laughs) There's an American corporation in France. Have you not heard of the Europeans making fun of us? Where's the nearest Starbucks? (laughs) I would like to know. Can I get a, How are you going to go to Starbucks when you're in France or Italy? Mm, that's different. You're going to drink quality real coffee there. I'm going to a local coffee shop yeah. if I am in those Absolutely. countries. Yes. I agree with you 100% on that. I'm like, why? Yeah. No. I did get a Frappuccino in the Louvre. I will admit. It was good. Okay. <laughs> so here's some controversy. I didn't have much history because it was just kind of like... Meh. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Controversy. Okay. In 2016, Duncan announced that they would begin testing out a new and enhanced egg patty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it turns out Duncan's quote unquote eggs consisted of 10 ingredients. <laughs> which is, what? <laughs> which included egg, eggy, <laughs> eggs a lot. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not want them, Sam. I am. <laughs> they turned out Duncan's quote unquote eggs consisted of 10 ingredients, including soybean oil, cornstarch, and xanthan gum. Those are pretty normal. Just wait. Okay. I'm getting there. In parentheses, it says these are commonly used in food ab- additives, so we can give them a pass. Yeah, those are fine. <laughs> um, next, I said the company has come under fire numerous times for violating labor laws mm. or labor rules. In 2011, Boston Business Journal reports that two franchise owners in Massachusetts were fined for breaking, this is bad, for breaking the state's child labor, labor laws. Please don't tell me. Including employing minors without the required paperwork <laughs> and having mi- minors work during impermissible hours. Oh, no. The very next month... 
two different Massachusetts franchise franchisees were found guilty of the very same infraction. Dang. Yeah. That real bad. Mm-hmm. That's real bad. How did they think they were going to get away with that? But also, like, were these, like, 14-year-old kids or were these, like, 10-year-old kids? That's what I want to know. Because I, I know you like... have to have a license if you're, like, 14. Yeah. But you can work. What you year have was to that? be 14. 2011. That's really recent. Yeah. Because I remember my dad was telling me a story of when he was... I don't know, like 13 or 11 or something around there. And he would vacuum carpets in Miami. But I mean, he was doing that in like the maybe the 80s. Well, he was. So it was his own little business, right? No, he oh. was doing it for someone else and they would just pay him under the table kind of thing, which happens well, a lot. Paper boys. Yeah. But Dunkin Donuts in 2011 doing that is yeah. not great. That's a little sus. Um, a 2016 federal lawsuit filed um, an Illinois filed in Illinois by two former Dunkin' Donuts employees claimed that their boss required them to work more than 40 hours a week, but never paid them overtime. That is bad. A lot of people live on overtime. Yep, that would be us. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Duncan scandals reached an international scale in 2013 when a highly controversial ad was released in Thailand. Oh, no. You're going to hate this. Oh, no. <laughs> According to the AP, I don't know what that is, but they're citing it. Assistant principal. Yeah. Um, the advertisement, which was used to promote a new charcoal donut... Oh, this is not going to go Featured well. Featured a woman in blackface. <gasps> what? Yes. What year was this? 2013 in Thailand. Oh, my God. Needless to say, the image was deemed racist by many people. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? Mm -hmm. Quote, it's both bizarre and racist that Dunkin' Donuts thinks that it must color a woman's skin black and accentuate her lips with bright pink lipstick to sell a chocolate donut, oh said Phil Robertson, the Deputy Asia Director of Human Rights Watch. Who the fuck? A whole marketing team for a giant corporation released that? I know, it's Are disgusting. Are they stupid? Mm. What, did they do it on purpose for the marketing, for the PR? I guess like, it was for the... I mean, it could be. You can't be that dumb. Or that... I mean, you can definitely be that racist I was about to say... <laughs> Dun uh, he also goes on to say that Dunkin' Donuts should immediately withdraw this ad publicly. Uh, this ad publicly apologize to those offended and ensure this never happens again. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Dunkin' was plunged into another discriminatory scandal God. more recently. I'm going to Starbucks for the rest of my life after this. In 2018, WCNC reported that a Baltimore store was caught posting a sign offering free coffee and food to any customer who reportedly, you're really going to hate this, <laughs> who reported employees speaking languages other than English. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You're going to be mad about the outcome, too. A local news producer posted a photo of the sign on Twitter where it proceeded to go viral. It turns out the sign was the work of the store's general manager. Oh, my God. When the higher-ups at Duncan learned about it, the offending message was quickly taken down. And then there's a quote. Dunkin' Donuts and our franchisees share the goal of creating a welcome, 
welcoming and hospitable environment for all guests. Fucking liars. The company said in a in a statement. No, incorrect. You yeah. just lied. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is like they're picking the worst offenses. They really are. Um, the franchise owner has informed us that this sign was posted by their general manager based on her own personal judgment to ensure those stand to ensure those standards are being met. These are your white people in America. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> While her intent was to address a customer service and satisfaction issue, the franchisee (laughs) determined her approach was inappropriate and confirmed the sign had been removed. Okay, that's it? That's it. That's all she got. They didn't fire her. They didn't... They should fire her immediately. They should fire her immediately because that is just disgusting and not okay. Discriminatory practices. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and intervening with the company's quote-unquote policy or, you know, whatever their mantras are, you know, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, there were also, um, I didn't take notes on these, but, like, there was, there was one place in Massachusetts, one Dunkin' Donuts franchise that got overrun with rats <laughs> um, because they didn't clean um there was another one that all of their equipment had maggots in it oh my god and they were serving people coffee and they were getting sick yeah um and then i saw a lot of like other employees like commenting like saying like we never had to clean or like we never cleaned or there'd be like one of us back there at a time and then we didn't have time to clean there was nobody stalking so like and I was like, that's nasty. Yeah. I wonder if that's why I'm shitting my brains out wow. every time I drink coffee. How did from there? How did Dunkin' Donuts not get more publicity from and like more boycotts like Starbucks? I Starbucks don't know. just has more um Well, they have more traction. They have more people. They do. That must be why. Yeah. Wow. They're getting away with so much. They really are. Like I didn't see as much discriminatory stuff going on with Starbucks, but I did see, you know, like, they're taking money from us. And, like, you know, there's obviously going to be good and bad to every company. But right. to me, I found way more, like, negative shit on, like, Dunkin'. That's, those things are awful. I don't think a lot of people have heard of those. No. I've never heard of any of that. And I used to love Dunkin' Coffee. When I was in high school... When, uh, me too. It was high school era, yeah, really. But now my stomach's really sensitive, so <laughs> like I can't drink it. Now I'm going to do the rate of the coffee different places. So my okay. personal choice is obviously Starbucks. I go there every day. Don't judge me. Um, and then I found a like a website that was like rating all the different coffees from the different places. So the worst rated one was Burger King coffee. I've never drank coffee at Burger King. Mm -mm. I've had a burger there maybe once. You're going to love the second place. So the third place was McDonald's. Coffee? Yeah. I like their coffee. They have okay coffee. Yeah. Second place was Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has good coffee. They have really good coffee. really good coffee. I'm really mad about it. I know. And the winner was at number one, obviously, Starbucks. Dunkin' Donuts was number five on that list. I mean, I kind of agree. I'm I'm a little mad after hearing 
some of the scandals with Duncan. I well, don't think I, don't I can support think, them. I don't think they made, you know, that decision based on No, but it was the just controversy. The con- I like Dunkin' Donuts ice lattes a lot. That's kind of all I get there. And I really like them. Those are the ones that make me pee shit. They're so good. It's <laughs> like so bad. literally like <laughs> piss coming out of my asshole. It's so bad, it's good. <laughs> Like, if you want to get cleaned out, go to Dunkin'. Maggots will clean you out. Honestly. Awful. Yeah, no. Um, I don't think I can do that anymore. I'll probably get my coffee there when I need it on the road every now and then, but goodbye. Yeah. Those are, those stories are enough for me. <laughs> I'm done. There is something I'm that Dunkin Dun- I do like about Dunkin' Donuts, though, is, like, kids can, or, like, you know, high school or whatever can bring in their, like, sh- report cards, like, straight-aid report cards, and they can get free stuff. Krispy Kreme does that. Yeah. But, like, go to Krispy Kreme. Don't go to Dunkin'. But, like, if Dunkin's your only option, that's kind of awesome that yeah. they do that. I wish, like, more places would do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because that just... really encourages, like, because some kids... Only like for the white kids. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Hopefully for everyone. God, it's like, those are awful stories. They're awful. Yeah. And I know that was just one with the language thing, one of the stores, but it goes to show what kinds of people they hire, especially in management positions. Yeah. Who are they hiring? Yeah. I don't, that's bad. It's really bad. (laughs) Company morale. They're hiring pothead Jimmy. That's, that's who they're hiring as their fucking manager. I know so many Jimmies that are potheads. <laughs> Who's like 19. <laughs> fucking 19-year-old pothead Jimmy. That's who they're hiring. I'm just going to sit with my coffee decisions for a minute. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin it for you. No, you. I mean, they I ruined would, it. I would really like to dive deeper into Starbucks's scandals, though, because there were a lot more that I didn't get to read. But I went yeah. down a rabbit hole, man. Dude, with Duncan? Yeah, I would, too. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> okay, so you want me to give some background on um, yes. McDonald's and Chick-fil-A? Absolutely. Where do you want to start? Can I don't know. What's do your choice? Oh, God. Okay, let's just start with Chick-fil-A because it is the obvious choice for history and scandals. So Chick-fil-A is a play on the English pronunciation of filet. I want to say when I read this Wait, today, can you start over? I'm so sorry. I Chick-fil-A, just... a play on the American English pronunciation of filet. Flaming I up. never put that together until today. <laughs> Me as a child was like, I don't know why they did that, but I like their food. <laughs> I never really thought about it either. No. Who just sits there and thinks about it? Filet. It's chick filet, chicken filet. That's why when my oh. friend in middle school was like... I always like, think of like a fish filet. Who's I, saying a chicken filet? My friend called it chicken filet when she was in middle school, and I would always make fun of her for it, lightly, of Who course. Who goes to the restaurant and goes, I would like a chicken filet, a chicken filet. But think about it. It makes sense. Filet. I just never put it together. Everyone is laughing at us. (laughs) Okay, it's headquartered in Georgia and has 2,900 restaurants across 48 states, including Puerto Rico. Imagine going to Puerto Rico, rolling up to the (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Lit. (laughs) I wonder if they serve anything different, because they don't have any other stores. Really, it just just said they um, have some in Canada and previously had some in UK and South Africa. They said, let us pick all of the whitest places abroad and then pull out. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late to pull out now. In 1961, after 15 years of the fast food business, Truett Caffey found a pressure fryer that could cook the chicken sandwich in the same amount of time 
it took to cook a fast food hamburger. Following this discovery, he registered the name Chick-fil-A, Inc. in 2008. It became the first fast food restaurant to become completely trans fat-free, which I think is really cool. They have put a lot of emphasis on health compared to a lot of other fast food chains, and I really like that. Well, you can tell that chicken mm-hmm. is real. Yeah, it's good. The only competitor is really Popeyes, but I've never had Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes. I really want to try it. Everyone says it's so good. It's so good. Okay, many of the company's values are influenced by the Christian religious beliefs of its late founder, S. Truett Cathy. Who? Um, uh, see, I guess maybe senior, senor. Senor. <laughs> senor. <laughs> but he died in 2014, so not that long ago. Okay, they can change their policies then. Can the old they? bag is dead. Yeah, well, so a little bit of it has improved. Um, he was a devout Southern Baptist, reflecting a commitment to Sunday Sabbatarianism, uh, Sunday cannibalism. All Chick-fil-A restaurants are closed for business on Sundays. The company's official statement of corporate purpose says that the business exists to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us. To have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. All except the gay people. (laughs) Their website states... The Chick-fil-A culture and service tradition in our restaurants is to treat every person with honor, dignity, and respect, regardless of their belief, race, creed, sexual orientation, or gender. That's what it says today. I'm sure it earned its place there. The company's conservative opposition to same-sex marriage has been the subject of public controversy. Though the company has begun to loosen its stance on the issue, Chick-fil-A has donated over $5 million via the Winshape Foundation to groups that oppose same-sex marriage. In response, students worked to ban or remove the company's restaurants from their campuses. In June... (laughs) What? I'm just thinking now, like, the college I went to is a religious school, and they have Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So I I just didn't put it together until right now. I mean, Chick-fil-A is good. Chick-fil-A is delicious. It's on a lot of college campuses from there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not good. I got a spicy chicken sandwich one time, and I got food poisoning. Maybe it was undercooked. Mmm. Now I only get the regular because the spicy one makes me feel sick. Oh, no. I know. I really like their spicy chicken sandwich. I used to like it. In June and July 2012, Chick-fil-A's chief operating officer, Dan T. Cathy, who I believe is Truett Cathy's son, made several public statements about same-sex marriage, saying that those who have the audacity to define what marriage is about were inviting God's judgment on our nation. Several prominent politicians said they hoped to block franchise expansion into their areas. And the Jim Henson Company, who you know Jim Henson. No. With the Muppets. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that him? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to take it out if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, which had a Pajanimals kids meal toy licensing arrangement with Chick-fil-A, said it would cease its business relationship and donate the payment to Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Wow. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Chick-fil-A stopped distributing the toys, claiming that unrelated safety concerns had arisen prior oh to the controversy. The thing I hate the most about reading about these is when the companies lie right right over top of what everyone knows is true. That just shows like lack of integrity, honesty, the things that I'm looking for in any corporation or person. I'm just not interested. <laughs> but Chick-fil-A released a statement on July 31st, 2012, saying, We are a restaurant company focused on food, service, and hospitality. Our intent is to leave the policy debate over same-sex marriage to the government and political arena. 
Oh, well. Which is, again, ignoring the problem that they caused. But Okay. Like, you can be a religious organization or restaurant chain, whatever, but maybe, like, don't discriminate. (laughs) Well, cookout. Yeah, because I didn't research cookout. Cookout's a prime example. Yeah, cookout does it well. Like, they're they're religious. They put it on their little cup, and then they don't shove it down your throat. Yeah. They can do what they want with their business, and they're not hurting anyone or discriminating. (laughs) Um, in April 2018, Chick-fil-A reportedly continued in 2018 to donate to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which opposes gay marriage. Their revenue in 2019 was $11.3 billion, just for perspective. So they're, they've got money to spend, and they're spending it on these organizations that oppose gay marriage. And, you know, maybe spend it on a religious organization that doesn't yeah. oppose that. Something that's inclusive, a Unitarian type of thing, but... Whatever. In a November 18th, 2019 interview, Chick-fil-A president Tim Tassopoulos said that the company would stop donating to the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So that was 2019. I don't know who Tim is. Um, This is the first (laughs) time I heard his name. Um, Maybe he's better, but apparently he's the president and he said we're not donating there anymore. So, I mean, that's something. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really research beyond that, but that was their scandal history. Shall I launch into McDonald's? Let's do it. So, um, I just have some fun facts, little fun factoids. The oldest operating McDonald's is on Lakewood and Florence in Downey, California, and it was the chain's third restaurant and the second to be built with the Golden Arches, which I had a picture of it, but it was kind of cool, the design of the building. It was like, imagine a flat top roof and then two giant um like semicircle oval running through that with the curve at the top and then the that legs in the ground it was really neat at, like architecturally for a Do fast you have food the chain. picture yeah i can show i'll post it later too yeah. but it was kind of cool and one of my friends does this fun thing where he he's a photographer and he photographs mcdonald's signs and that's kind of it's, it's a actually cool idea. fun yeah he does a good job but they have an interesting aesthetic um, in October 1948, the McDonald's brothers realized that most of their profits derived from the sale of hamburgers, and they shuttered their successful car hop drive in to establish a streamlined system with a simple menu that consisted of only hamburgers, cheeseburgers, potato chips, coffee, soft drinks, and apple pie. So potato that was chips? Potato chips, not even fries. Mm. So that was kind of their original little menu. Hopefully they didn't team up with Lay's. Yeah, honestly. They'd, they'd be buying a lot of chips. <laughs> <laughs> The Big Mac hamburger made its debut in 1968. Um, McDonald's wanted... I like this when I wrote it down because I thought it was funny. McDonald's wanted to build a location in New Zealand in the 70s. And when they did a site visit, the person noted that, <laughs> quote, there aren't any people, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I've never met a more dead than alive hole in my life. And <laughs> You know, my first kiss was a guy was from a guy... I know from new zealand on a cruise ship that's such a good first kiss yeah and i still keep up with him on instagram that's amazing yeah (laughs) but actually the restaurant in new zealand was really successful after all but i love that there's people there it's just people they don't like other people coming there (laughs) right they're chilling they're having a good time they they did the right thing during covid they did they were the one country that really did it well the guy who like i'm friends with still on instagram now like he never had to wear masks i don't think yep they did it correctly because they're they came out with a bunch of ways to approach a pandemic 
kind of well-researched after the pandemic or in the middle of it. And um, there were three options and we took kind of the worst one. We are a bigger country though. New Zealand chose the one that was actually going to work and work quickly and then end it. Yeah. And they could do that also because they had smaller populations and bigger surface area. But I think they should have been the model for the whole world. Yeah. I mean, America would never take it, but yeah. They, yeah. would, they would never... They said, what's the hardest way we can do this? <laughs> Let's just let everybody do whatever they want. That's... And then we'll drink some fucking Clorox. <laughs> because our president exactly. told us to. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> the Tide Pods, the Cinnamon Challenge, come on. God, fucking hate America. <laughs> okay. So, here we are, I think, in the scandals... Liebeck versus McDonald's might be one of America's most infamous court cases. The story itself is well known. In 1992, I did not realize it was this old, a woman named Stella Liebeck was severely burned after spilling a cup of coffee on herself that she bought at McDonald's. Oh, here it is. And we all thought this was the funniest thing in the world when we heard about it, right? But she issued a lawsuit against the company for it. The truth, however, is a little different. Firstly, Liebeck suffered third-degree burns across 16% of her body, requiring her hospitalization for eight days for skin grafts and other treatments, which is actually really intense for a cup of coffee. Like, you shouldn't be getting third-degree burns. Third-degree burns. That's crazy. Like, I remember when my mom spilled a hot cup of tea on my dad in the middle of Cinderella Royal Table in Disney World, and he tried to hold back curse words, but still, like, serving, like, boiling hot water for tea, and that spilled all over him, he was fine. He was just like, motherfucker. Yeah, I just can't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was actually really hot. Um, So, let's see. McDonald's offered her $800 for her trouble, which is nothing. It's pocket change. It's McDonald's. And when she refused, the resulting court case revealed that McDonald's had been receiving complaints about the extreme heat of their coffee, 30 to 40 degrees hotter than that served by other companies. 30 to 40 degrees. Hotter than other companies were serving That's theirs. a lot. And that 700 people, including children, had been burned before. Oh my god. So she had a lot of reason. Yeah. Liebeck was awarded $200,000 in compensatory damages, reduced to $160,000 because she was judged to be 20% responsible for the incident. <laughs> she also received $2.7 million in punitive damages. Holy fuck. Later reduced to $480,000. And I think they settled on something lower, but still, she got a lot of money from that. She's probably set. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, I'll see McDonald's and then chill the rest of my life. Honestly. <laughs> Just looking to get burned. But this next one... Uh, Super Size Me, I'm sure we all remember. Mm-hmm. Super Size Me is a documentary released in... Uh, and my parents produced... made me and my brother watch that. Really? It was gross. I saw a few segments of it, but Super Size Me is a documentary released... Um, I don't... When was it released? Long time ago. I was a kid. Uh, yeah, it was like... It was in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't tell me But I was article. definitely a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember when it came out. I was cognizant and aware as a person. Mm-hmm. It was um, produced by and starring Morgan Spurlock, and it shows Spurlock eating nothing but McDonald's food for a whole month, recording the results on his body and mind all the while. He gained 18 pounds in one month, right? In one month? Yeah, one month. He did breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? He gained 18 pounds, suffered increased cholesterol, and became depressed. (laughs) And before this, though, before he did that, 
he was eating like really healthy, like him and his girlfriend or wife or whatever. They were like super, super healthy. And he was like working out all the time and like whatever. And he was like, oh, I'll just do this experiment type of thing. And now he's like screwed for life. Really? It messed him up that bad? Oh, I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just pulling off the He was kind of messed up. At least had to be for a while. Yeah. I just knew that like before he started that, he was like super healthy. Dang. Yeah. And then nothing really happened after that with the company and money. But in 2015, 10 ex-employees of McDonald's in Virginia filed a civil rights suit against the company, accusing it of racism. What would a corporation this long be without a racism suit? Well, yeah. According to the employees, they had been fired after supervisors suggested that there were too many black people in the store. (laughs) That's a quote. What? That's a real quote. On a single day in May 2014, 2014, 15 African-American employees had been fired while those same supervisors had hired a number of white employees only oh a few months God. earlier. Oh, my God. Yep. That's some major civil rights bullshit. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this one, back in 2001, McDonald's was taken to court to fight a suit of $100 million after conceding that its restaurants had been frying its fries in beef fat. <laughs> Although this might seem innocuous enough, the fact that McDonald's had done nothing to dissuade the perception that its fries were vegetarian didn't exactly go down well with the public. McDonald's promptly apologized, leaving itself open to a suit by lawyer Harish Barty. Various Jewish and Muslim groups followed, since the use of beef fat is neither kosher nor halal. McDonald's ended up paying millions of dollars to the affronted groups, but still uses beef fat to produce its fries in the U.S., (laughs) So I'm like, okay, they learned nothing. And that was the end of that one. Well, the fries are delicious. The fries are good. But beef fat guys? Come on. Vegetarians can eat that. Well, doesn't doesn't Chick-fil-A do the pickle juice thing? Don't they marinate their chicken in pickle juice? But that's not... That's not... No, I know. um, I'm just asking. Meat. Like, they had to know that was not going to go over well. They got sued for $100 million, too. (laughs) Well, did they claim that their french fries were were vegetarian? They never said anything about it, but they were they didn't explicitly say that it was being fried in beef fat, which is the number one thing when you're avoiding certain kinds of things for religious reasons or for personal vegetarian diet reasons or for people. I knew somebody that had to stop eating beef because it made her violently ill. And so frying your fries in beef fat and her husband worked at McDonald's. And so frying your fries in beef fat... And, like, if she yeah. were to eat those... That would make her sick. It would make her sick. And she'd have to go to the doctor and spend money, you know, all kinds of things. If you're... If it's during... If whenever it's Lent, y'all, Catholic people, stay away from McDonald's French fries. No, literally. <laughs> On Fridays. <laughs> so, in 2012, ABC ran video footage of gross pink-tinted slime being produced at a food processing plant and revealing that this, quote, lean, finely textured beef was present throughout the fast food industry, McDonald's included. Three plants were closed, hundreds of jobs lost, and the company that had been producing the stuff for McDonald's lost $1.9 billion in business. <laughs> yeah, just from some pink slime. I think ABC was took to court Wait, or something, too. Wait, but what too. was the pink slime? It was stuff that McDonald's and other fast food chains were using, it, like, in their food, the pink slime. Yeah, it's kind of gross. What was in it? I don't know. We're going to have to watch the ABC documentary. All right. It was just gross looking, I guess. It's easy to gross people out, and especially after Super Size Me, I'm sure that wasn't hard oh, with McDonald's. Oh, for sure. 
And then the last one I have is in China 2014, when it was revealed that McDonald's had been serving tainted meat in its restaurants across the country. This one's so bad. A secret film had showed workers at a food processing plant handling food with their bare hands, repackaging expired food, and returning meat which had fallen on the floor <gasps> into their machinery. Ew! In China. I think this was exclusively in China. Um, I don't know. No, that's what this said. But also, who is to say? Who knows? A number of items, including chicken nuggets, chicken fillets, <laughs> chicken fillets, and a range of vegetable products were taken off the menu in china so that was their solution to that one and that's Dude, all i have i had a friend who worked at you know sabara the pizza place yeah sabaro sabaro whatever i don't know whatever it is in the mall she worked there and she said that they would drop pizza on the floor all the time and then put it back on the tray and sell it why do i eat out <laughs> My stomach is made of steel. I've never eaten at that place, and I'm so thankful I've I've never eaten there. Their pizza is, you know, food court pizza. It's not like like, sit-down worthy. Charlie's is like right over there, and that place is the cheese. Oh, in this mall? Yeah. In the Winston-Salem mall, we had like two Asian places, which I would always go to. We have like three fucking Asian places. and Chick-fil-A. That was kind of it. All right, I'm ready to rank. Fast food debates. Let's go. Okay, so I started off with the best chicken nuggies. Okay. My personal favorite chicken nuggies are Wendy's spicy chicken nugs. I have never had those. Oh, so good. They are good, like spicy, which... I hear they're actually spicy. They are actually spicy. Mm -hmm. So good. I love a Wendy's just saying i like wendy's too it grew on me when i moved to florida there was not there was no bojangles or cookout and so i had to experiment and wendy's and taco bell were the two that i would go to wendy slaps Mm -hmm. um but the worst rated chicken nuggets are white castle chicken rings (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay who would have thought i believe that one (laughs) in third place we have shake shack i have never eaten there me neither Mm. Uh, in second place, we have McDonald's Nuggies. I don't like those. I will eat them. They aren't my favorite. They're so weird. Like, I've never had a chicken nugget quite like that. It's a weird chicken it's nugget. It's McDonald's. It probably has the pink shit on it. The, yeah, honestly. <laughs> that pink slime. That pink slime. That outer coating is just weird. I don't know what it's made of. The encasing, and then there's air in between that and That's the white true. part. And what I'm is like, that air for? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, uh-uh, I don't know. Um, and then the winner, number one, is Chick-fil-A. It has to be. They're so good. They're so good. I'm pretty sure that they marinate their chicken in pickle juice. I don't know what they do, but I love it. I love their chicken. And I'm mad that they hate the gay people. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's getting it's better. It's not going to stop me from going. <laughs> I, it stopped me for a long time, but in 2019, I guess it has improved. I'm going to do some research yeah. and get back to you because yeah. I did have that Chick-fil-A gift card I got for Christmas and I went there and I was like, oh no, it's really good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Chick-fil-A would be my top chicken nugget too. Chick-fil-A do better. So do better. everybody can go and like you please you can have your sundays to yourself but like stop hating gay people maybe honestly (gasps) and for real like if you are changing and making your company a better you know place then that's all we can ask for honestly no really like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna 
do like that cancel culture bullshit and just hate you for the rest of your like the rest of their existence show us growth yes if you show growth and you show that you're making an improvement that's awesome yeah this country is highly racist and highly discriminatory so it's time to start improving yeah and once you start improving dude i'm gonna applaud you Mm mm-hmm right i hate cancel culture anyway yeah bents bents nope best french fries my personal favorite are mcdonald's they're not my favorite those are my favorite french fries when i crave a french fry it's mcdonald's all the way the worst rated french fries are taco bell's nachos fries (laughs) i don't think i've ever had those I have also never had... You know what we should do? Go to all these places and taste everything. Oh my God, please. Please. <laughs> I want to do it. In third place, we have Rally's slash uh, Checkers seasoned fries. I've heard of that place and I've heard their fries are kind of good. Have I've never been to those places, but I've seen them before. Um, second place is McDonald's fries. And then the winner is Five Guys. I haven't had their fries either. Five Guys has pretty damn good fries. I will try it. I really like Chick-fil-A's fries with the waffle fries. Oh, I love a Chick-fil-A fry. There's and nothing and those are Chick-fil-A. real, man. Yeah. Those, I'm trying to think of other places. I love, love Cookout's fries. I think that's probably my top. Because whenever I've gotten fries at McDonald's, they're like the old fries that have been sitting there you need for a to get minute. them fresh because there's nothing like a fresh McDonald's fry. But then they just don't have a lot of potato and I like my potato I, like I get the it. Potato. Yeah, though I like those thick, like kind of steak fries, like right. in between a steak fry. Oh, and you like those... more potato? Yes. Yeah, I'm a potato bitch. I like a potato, but like when I need a fry, like a French fry, you like the crispy. I want the crispy, ch- crunchy fry. I can get behind some shushing, 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 Anyway, sing a song, silly song, Larry. Shushing fries. <laughs> she should wing it fries. The best time to eat a shush and fries. A shush and fries <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Do you ever like listen to a song and you don't exactly know exactly what they're saying? So you just kind of yeah, make up the words. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start reading yeah with no shame no absolutely not (laughs) all right best boiga best huh oh sorry oh burger best burger bob's burgers bob okay the crappy patty my personal favorite isn't even technically a burger what is it the burger king impossible whopper i've never had that oh man I love I'll try it. Love them. And I'll they're huge. It. They're like way bigger than a regular Whopper. I love me an impossible Whopper. Alrighty. The worst rated <laughs> is Dairy Queen. Really? Yep. <laughs> Who goes to Dairy Queen though for like regular food? Anymore, yeah, nobody. No. Um the third place surprised me. I'm so sorry. Here we are. Yawn for you. I yawned too. Um, in third place, surprised me. It was Sonic. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had a burger from Sonic. Me neither. Um, second place was In and Out Burger, of course. Haven't eaten there though. Um, love me some In and Out. 
I'll try it. There was one over here, I think. I don't know when it opened, but it's the first time I've seen one in North Carolina. There's one here? There was when I was driving back from Winston-Salem or two. It was like right there. <gasps> yeah, so you'll have to research it. I think it's I think it's in and out. It might be Jack in the Box. I get them confused. Oh, yeah, they are kind of similar. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Sarah introduced me to in and out and um, yeah, delish. Okay, I'll try it. And then the ding, ding, ding winner is Culver's Butter Burger. Huh? <laughs> so there's a Culver's out by the airport. We'll have to go sometime. I've never been. It's a fast food restaurant. I'll break the no eating beef thing I do to try it if it's number one. I mean, if I get it, you can have a taste. Yeah, I'll try it. Alrighty, Chicken Sammy's. This is the last, like... The piece de resistance. This is the last um, section I did. So my personal... Favorite chicken Sammy is, of course, the Chick-fil-A classic Sammy. It's good. Mm-hmm. But also the Popeyes, I've heard. Uh-oh. The worst rated. No way. No, 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 no. Listen. The worst rated chicken Sammy is Wendy's. Classic uh, chicken Sammy. I don't mind Wendy's. I like it. I like Wendy's in general. Yeah, me too. Um, in third place is KFC. I've actually never eaten at KFC. Ever? No. Oh my god, you get those big ass boxes of legs. Oh. I don't know. My dad mm. used to work at KFC when he was a teenager, and so I don't think we ever went. <laughs> that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, in second place we have Popeyes. Popeyes. Love that chicken from Popeyes. Popeyes. And in first place is Burger King. What? Yeah. No, it's not. It is. But their burgers suck. <laughs> oh, the chicken sandwich. This is chicken Sammy's. Right. They have okay chicken sandwiches. Their chicken nugs or like the chicken fries, those are dumb. They're not very good. They're fine if you want a nugget. I feel like I need to go on a little taste test tour. All right. Send money to the PayPal. Money. (laughs) For us to do a trip to a bunch of fast food restaurants and we'll film it yeah, yes <laughs> yeah we'll film it we'll do like a in the car taste test maddie and rachel Heck chew and yeah. swallow chew and swallow <laughs> <laughs> that was all i had what's your favorite milkshake place like but not not cookout you can't no, say i cookout. was literally about to say cookout you, you can't know, say cookout i hate myself again chick-fil-a i really like their milkshake chick-fil-a has delicious milkshakes it's really good and they put a cherry in there Mm-hmm. i really like their milkshakes love me a machino cherry i also really like the mcflurries at mcdonald's me too i cave every now and then and i go get the oreo oh apparently there's the secret menu uh, with the McFlurries that you can get a chocolate chip cookie McFlurry if you ask for it. And they have to make the chocolate chip cookies fresh. And so they blend it all up in there. I know. I really want to try that. Oh, we have to do that. Yeah. Okay. Send money to the PayPal. It's paypal.com slash chew and swallow. Um, I'll double check that. Is it the first. podcast? It might be the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go double check. Um, and I'm uh, send us a couple bucks. And we'll go and do a taste test and we'll film it in the car. It's uh, paypal.com slash paypalme slash chew and swallow. So if you do want to donate to us, we would greatly appreciate it um, because we uh, are very poor. We want to start making money off of doing something that we love. Yeah. Doing together. And we work really, really hard on the sound and 
Maddie works extremely hard on editing. Rachel does all the back end stuff. We do this all ourselves and we spend a lot of money to put into the studio and stuff too. Yeah. Yep. So if you do want to donate, it would be greatly appreciated. If you can't, we understand. We just love your support. Same. We love your listening ears. Yeah. All six of you. Your eyes that don't see us. (laughs) One day. (laughs) And your nose that doesn't smell us. (laughs) Also one day. (laughs) One day you too can smell us. (laughs) Well, smell you later. Smell you later. Thank you for listening. Bye.